Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Uh, so some dude in Florida was charged over his failed attempt to cross the Atlantic in a giant hamster wheel. Only in Florida, right? Dude's facing federal charges after the U.S. Coast Guard spotted him 70 nautical miles off the coast of Georgia on August 26th. They're calling it a homemade hydropod, basically just a big ball that scoots around in the water like a hamster wheel. But I guess he was trying to go out there and do this as Hurricane Franklin bore down on the eastern seaboard. Now you might be thinking to yourself, why do the cops have to arrest him? Isn't this a free country? Why can't you jump in the ocean during a hurricane and just go out on your hamster wheel and be left the heck alone? I get it. Well, it turns out cops have actually tried to rescue this guy from himself like three or four times before, and he even pulled out a 12-inch knife, said he had a bomb. So he eventually surrendered, probably caught and released. Just another day for Florida, man. Uh-oh, the um, IT worker down there at Mar-a-Lago has apparently struck a cooperation agreement with special counsel. Boy, you know, I bet Trump is sweating bullets now, probably more so than ever, because the one thing you don't want to do is tick off the IT guy, of all people. I mean, talk about somebody who can potentially have access to all your information. God knows what this kid knows. According to the terms of the deal explained in the filing, this guy has agreed to testify in the classified documents in exchange. He won't be prosecuted. But whatever's changed here, this guy's agreed to sing like a rat. It should make for interesting testimony. And I even hear that Trump has decided to take this stand in his own defense. Man, get the popcorn. It's going to be a great year. Seattle is ranked among the top cities for surviving a zombie apocalypse. Well, no kidding. It already is a zombie apocalypse. If you look at the streets and all the people living down there in tents and in their cars. And don't tell me that they're homeless people. I'm not talking about actual homeless people who are down on their luck. We've got to define the difference between homeless people and street druggies. Bums. There's a big difference. Homeless people are down on their luck. Maybe they lost their job, lost their car, lost their house. They don't have any family to help take care of them. It's understandable. They need help. I'm talking about the bums who sit in their tent cities and slam heroin all day long and leave needles everywhere and defecate out in the open. You know exactly the kind I'm talking about, and it's not fair to anybody to label these as homeless. It's a problem that's happening from coast to coast, and it's never going to go away until we start deciding who is and isn't gaming the system. You want to sit down by the river all day and slam heroin or meth? You're out of here. We're talking about the kind of people who embrace the street life and think that you're part of the problem because you have a car and a house and a family. And there's a lot of people with their heads in the sand about this specific topic. Especially the bleeding hearts who think that they're all just homeless people who are down on their luck and just need a little compassion. That might be half of them. That's not who we're talking about here. We're talking about the 20 to 50-something young males and females, predominantly white folks, who have checked out of society and openly and proudly embrace the street life. The zombie apocalypse in Seattle. We've got a zombie apocalypse going on across the country. Let's check today's top headlines from Newsweek.com. 
Target store was evacuated somewhere in America after a fire broke out in a children's toy section. From what I gather, people are starting to think it might have been a diversion, so a bunch of people could run in the store and take off with a bunch of goods, which is happening from coast to coast, in the bigger cities anyway. It's becoming a big problem and stores are shutting down left and right. Can you blame them? I don't know what you do about flash mobs of kids coming in and stealing everything out of the store. Aside from putting a bouncer at the front of the store and deciding who can and can't come in, I don't know what you do. We've got some major decisions to make in this country about how we let people behave in public. Fannie Willis case against Donald Trump at risk of being blown apart? There's so many cases against Donald Trump, I don't even know who she is. Or he is. Could be a dude named Fannie. Don't use that word around British people. They will giggle like schoolchildren. A dog braving a thunderstorm at 3 a.m. to save the baby in backyard melts hearts. Aw, oh, that's a story that you should definitely check out at Newsweek.com. Joe Biden breaks mask plan hours after implementing it. Isn't the mask one of those things that they said was good for us and then bad for us and then good for us again and then bad for us again? And then they wonder why we second guess everything that they say. And Donald Trump is preparing a risky move at his own trials. Yeah, that's the getting up on the stand and testifying in your own case, which any lawyer worth their salt would advise against strongly, even if their client were competent. Just imagine being the lawyer asking Donald Trump a line of questioning and expecting to get some sort of rational and coherent response in return. There's going to be crosstalk, there's going to be arguing, there's going to be out of order. Be sure to keep it right here for all the coverage that you'll possibly need. For Newsweek Radio, I'm Jesse Edwards.